Welcome to Election Profit Makers. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'll do it again. Yeah. It's, just, it's too, it was too crazy. Uh, welcome to Election Profit Makers, guys. Just like. Hey. Hey, what's up? Uh, not much. Cool, cool. Hope you're doing well. Hope everyone out there in podcast land is doing. Hope well. everyone out there in podcast land is having a wonderful day. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful day out there. But you know, March Madness ends, and then it's sort of April sadness for me. So because it just because generally when March ends, you're more likely than not your team loses. Only one team wins. Um, but also, I'm it, you get to use March to be totally distracted. And to not focus on, you know, the horrors of the the world. And you feel like now that basketball is over, you have to um, recommit yourself to following the news and being upset about everything? Yeah. Name one thing to be upset about. Oh, my God. You guys are such crybabies. Well, I guess COVID is okay. It's looking okay. That's a good thing. But it's I, everything else is horrible. I think I told you this week that, yeah, I was... I think things are just as bad as they've always been. Eric Adams got COVID. What are you talking about? COVID is okay. Aaron, Eric Adams is like a one-man super spreader. He's like Sarah Palin going around New York City infecting everyone with COVID. Yeah, I guess the numbers are up a little bit in New York right now. But the hospitalizations aren't up, so that's good. They're still just plummeting here. They're the lowest they've been here since March 2020, which is great. So, All right. But uh, everything else seems terrible. The Republicans are – and. That guy Putin is not nice. Putin is like, you know, how the, you know how those Lincoln Project guys are always like trying to come up with these pithy statements on Twitter, and then like, ugh, they're they're either like, they're either like, Ron DeSantis is definitely not going to like this new ad we made about him, or or they're, or they're like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I just have this image of one of those Lincoln Projects guys being like. Vladimir Putin is the truck nuts of world leaders. 50,000 retweets yeah. and likes. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that I don't know where that image came from. Um, Rick Wilson, yeah. that's the guy's name. Rick Wilson. Yeah. I don't know if I follow him anymore. I followed him for a while. Or maybe he just doesn't tweet. Somebody check on Jared Kushner, make sure he's okay after this sick web video we made about him. No one cares. Yeah. Yeah. Your ads don't do anything. They make them money. Yeah, that's true. More like the stinking project. Remember a few weeks ago when I was like, I'm feeling optimistic about the war in Ukraine? Yeah. See, that's an example of how you get influenced by something that you read. You know, why would I think that? Clearly, I'd read somebody that said that, and then I just like parroted those. Somebody points. on Twitter was like, "Check out these Russian tank treads. These are cheap Chinese tank treads. This means their logistics and right. supply chain is compromised. Ukraine will win right. this war and in twenty just, minutes." Yeah, wishful thinking. It's all wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. Have you ever heard of that? It's a human. Um, it's a phenomenon in human psychology where it's like um, wishful thinking. How can I explain it? Um. Is this like wish betting? It's kind of like you just wish for, it's things that you wish were true. You start to believe that they're true, I guess. Wishful thinking is interesting. Wishful thinking. Have you ever heard of a wishing well? Penny for your thoughts. Put it in the wishing well and tell me your t- secrets. That's what people used to say back then when there was like- no, I don't think that's right. Wishing wells all over the place. You would throw a penny into a well 
and it would fall down into the bottom of the well, and you'd make a wish, and uh, the wish would come true. Why did they get rid of those? That's such a great invention. A well, you could throw a penny yeah. in and your wish would come true. Why'd they stop doing that? Any type of fountain in a mall or something would just be filled with pennies. Did there used to be a fountain at University Mall? Yeah, there was a way, way long ago, you know, like in the late 70s. I or- just remembered that. Yeah. And they used to have pennies in it. Yeah. People would throw pennies in there and, you know, every month they would probably just scoop them yeah. all out and they were making yeah, money yeah. on that thing. You want to make money, put a wishing well in your front yard. You'll make money because people will be throwing money in there. <laughs> Here's a good joke. <laughs> I put a, uh, I installed a, I needed a little money, so I installed a wishing well in my front yard. A wishing well. Everybody remember those? Little well filled with water, and people throw a penny in, <laughs> see if their wish would come true. Yeah, I had a guy knock on my door. Hello, come in. Yeah, does your wishing well take Bitcoin? Welcome to modern America, I suppose. What do you think about that, Joe? Yeah, and you could do it for Ethereum or Dogecoin. It didn't even have to be Bitcoin. But Bitcoin's the only one I know about. Okay. It says here in this document that you're losing money in just about every market. Yeah, portfolio update. I didn't want to do this for a while because it's not looking so good for me. I'm seeing a lot of red downward pointing arrows in my portfolio. What are you investing? Well, you know, I got into this Los Angeles mayoral election winner. I bought Karen Bassett at 68. She's down now to 47 because this damn Rick Caruso, this billionaire real estate developer who's a former Republican, is running as a Democrat, has all the police organizations behind him because he's focusing on a crime is out of control, law and order candidacy. Yeah. They're tied in all the recent polling, which means he's up 10 on predicted because now he's surging. Everyone wants to get with the winner, Rick Caruso. <sighs> and that's where all your money is just there? No, no, that's not where all my money is. I have, I'm losing money and, and many. Right. I have a very diverse portfolio of money of money losing opportunities. Remember when I got into uh, Liz Cheney winning the 2022 House GOP nomination in Wyoming? Yeah, I got you into that one. I said, that's, this is yeah, a good Yeah, that's one. a good one. I'm losing money in that. that Thank you work. very much. Oh, what about um, the Ohio Senate nomination winner? Remember when I got into Morgan Harper? I thought that she would have a little surge against Tim Ryan. No, not making any money there. Similarly, 2024 presidential election winner. I bought 100 shares of Joe Biden at 24 cents, and I'm not making money there. What about the GOP 2024 presidential nominee? I paid big. No, Donald Trump, 76 cents per share, down now to 61 cents per share. He's going to be the nominee, I suppose. He's up over DeSantis by 10 cents. I'm down like more than $30 there. I can't I can't be messing around with $30, just lighting $30 bills on fire. Uh, are you not in the Ohio GOP Senate primary anymore? No. Remember, I sold. I got out of the J.D. Vance yeah. market. I gave up on him. My boy. Look how they well, massacred I said my boy. Look gonna... how they massacred my boy. I just saw The Godfather on the big screen last week, so I have all these Godfather quotes in my head. They're going to make him an offer he can't refuse. My boy. Look how they massacred my pretty boy. That's um, Marlon Brando plays um, the Godfather. And um, that's how I feel about J.D. Vance because he got rocked. And he and he's he's well, I just don't even want to talk about what happened to my beautiful boy. They massacred my boy. They massacred my boy. Didn't he get an endorsement this week? Yeah, but I can't even remember who. 
It wasn't Trump. Trump. Ha- I think it was Don Jr. Don Jr. went to one of his rallies a couple weeks ago. Okay. But that, I mean, what's that? That doesn't mean anything. And I don't know. Mandel, I tried to sell, but it didn't go through. Yeah. So I'm, I'm down big but he's now at 22 i'm gonna i'm i'm gonna you come to see me on the day of my daughter's wedding and you want me to do you a favor and you were never even nice to me get out of here i'm the godfather that's the godfather marlon brando i think he won an academy award yeah that's actually pretty good meanwhile um What's his name? Al Pacino's like, hey, my dad's got a really crazy business. <laughs> Best to stay away. 20 minutes later, I run this crime family now. Everybody listen to me. It's, it's a lot of iconic performances in that movie. I'm Mo Green. What are you doing coming to Las Vegas? You think you can run this casino? Look at your dumb little, look at your dumb little brother. He's my lapdog now. His name is, um, um. All I can think of is Beto. It's not Beto, though. It's um. Yeah, Fredo. Fredo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, amazing. How'd you know that? That was terrific. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm up on culture. Fredo. I'm Mo Green. I run this casino. Fredo, come over here. Tell your tell what what in the world is your what in the world is your brother thinking? He can buy out my casino. I'm Mo Green. Who do you think you are? Cut to his getting shot. His glasses ex- glasses explode and blood comes out of his eyeball. Are you serious? I can't believe that. It's so gross. Movies are so gross when it comes to blood and violence and gore. It's all just gross. You know what I mean? Yeah, they can't. The movies can be the gross. The Godfather. Yeah. I want everybody to have blood and boogers everywhere coming out of their nose. Boogers? Well, I mean, why not be gross? All right. Go hide a gun in the toilet and then when they go, pretend to go to the bathroom and get the gun and then shoot everybody. Yeah. That's my impression of The Godfather. That's pretty good, actually. I'm down in the dumps. You do the podcast. Uh, uh, Sarah Palin, remember her? Used to be the governor of Alaska, and then uh, John McCain made a good choice and chose chose her as his to be his VP. Anyway, uh, Sarah Palin, she is running for the at large seat in the House of Representatives in in Alaska. She has jumped into this race late. She's surging on predicted 43 cents. It's kind of crazy because this is a race that has like over 40 candidates. And some of them have uh, been in there even before Don Young died. After he died, lots more jumped in. But she's jumping in very late. And I'm not feeling Palin running. Of course, I mean, of course, maybe she is going to win, but I have have gone in and and bought a bunch of no shares on Palin. Whoa, really? Yeah, it's not a psychological hedge in any way, you know. It's 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 something it I guess it's maybe a wish bet, but I actually believe that she shouldn't be trading that high. She's overpriced right now. Yeah, it just seems like she is. Could be a name recognition factor. Yeah. Like Herschel Walker in Georgia. But she doesn't have very good uh, favorability ratings in Alaska. Yeah, don't you think she's kind of like people are just tired of her? Like, what? Why are, we, why are we talking about her again? Like, what's she doing now? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Sarah Palin. That's another amazing American family, the Palins. They had a lot of drama. I think they even had a reality show. Imagine if there had been a reality show about the Corleones. Hey, that could be a Saturday Night Live sketch, right? Yeah. Keeping up with the Corleones. 
Michael, get in here. What's going on? And then all the brothers could be squabbling. Ah, what are you going to do with your Instagram, Fredo? Yeah, I got a sponsorship. It's a great sponsorship with um, wheat with uh, wheat checks. Oh, you idiot. Slaps him on the head. What are you doing? We don't eat that kind of cereal. <laughs> Sorry. Wheat checks. I thought you were going to say wheat thins. Wheat thins. Wheat thins. The Palins. Oh, my gosh. The Palins. That was the one time I fell head over heels for a conspiracy theory. The conspiracy theory that what's her name wasn't her, actually, that it was her daughter's kid instead of her kid. Yeah. Yeah, you were totally oh eating God. everything up that Andrew, Andrew Sullivan, Sullivan was, was so invested in that theory, and I went along for the ride. Andrew Sullivan, that guy, ugh. Crazy times back then. Yeah, it was crazy times guy. back then. It was fun, though. It really was. I was totally queuing on for that theory. Yeah, it's a good one. Anyway, I don't remember the details. Just she went into labor, and then she took a 40-hour flight to Alaska and never looked pregnant. Andrew Sullivan would be like, are we seriously supposed to believe this is a pregnant woman? Look at these photos. What a nut. That guy's such a nut. That guy's such a that guy is so fake smart. Anyway, yeah. Well, the Palin thing, Alaska at large. It's an all-party primary for a special election. is June eleventh. The top four are going to go on to the ranked choice runoff, which is on August sixteenth, the same day as the all-party primary, which will then set up the November eighth runoffs. And then you got a bunch of mail-in ballots, and and it's. I think it's going to be chaos. Maybe there's some waves to be ridden there in amidst that chaos. Yeah. Churning seas make for high waves. Yeah. John, a little birdie told me that you you have um, invested in Madison Cawthorn's future. This is the first time I have ever done this. I went in and am shorting Cawthorn in his... Um, GOP primary. He's trading at 72 cents and I bought the other side of that, bought a bunch of no shares at 28. And uh, it's a total wish bet. It's uh, I'm an idiot because I really think I think he's going to win. The last time we spoke, we were debating whether to go see Madison Cawthorn open for Donald Trump in Selma, North Carolina. Listeners, we decided not to go. But at that rally, I think Cawthorn was a big hit. He did his thing where he stands up dramatically from his wheelchair. Does he do that every time? Well, he did it at the, don't you remember? He did it at the convention. Yeah. What did he say? But my friends, God spared my life. He has given me the strength to stand before you today. So do not lecture me on what's impossible. My fellow patriots, Americans are in the business of doing the impossible because with God, all things are possible. Good stuff. Do you still think he's a ghost? Yeah. I mean, isn't that the kind of thing a ghost would say? Yeah, like on the... Th- Do not lecture me on the impossible. When you're a ghost, all things are possible. I'm flying through a wall right now. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, Easter's coming up. Famous story of resurrection from the dead. Not unlike a ghost, but a different kind of ghost in the Bible. The Holy Ghost. I think Cawthorn also called for Fauci to be jailed. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's new. That's the new cutting edge stuff. Oh, I guess everyone will get over the uh, the Republicans will get over their disappointment in him revealing the truth of their cocaine orgies, their sexual get togethers if he if he wins reelection. Anything else about that rally? 
No, I didn't read anything about it. What do I care? I don't know. I'm so tired of Trump. I said it. I said it. Yeah. Tired of the whole family. Don Jr. sent some text to Mark Meadows being like, we're literally saying something like, we're going to overturn the election now. I know how to do it. We're going to under, we're going to. We control all the levers. Yeah. Something like that. I read that. that. I was like, I don't even care anymore. Yeah. Just let them take over. Who cares at this point? If they'll shut up. If all these damn news articles will finally stop. Just let them take (laughs) over. stopping. If I don't have to think about it anymore, that's the appeal, right? Trump endorsed your guy in Pennsylvania, Dr. Oz. I couldn't Oz. believe that. I, I was loving that. That made some MAGA people un, unhappy. Trump will always just endorse the most famous person. He's just like um, he's like a teenager who's really into celebrities. He gets so starstruck. You know what I mean? Like He really mm-hmm. does get starstruck by celebrities. So, of course, he endorsed Dr. Oz and Herschel Walker. Yeah, Herschel Walker. You were telling me that you were not impressed with yeah, him. Yeah, I watched um, a recent Herschel Walker video. I, I have to say, honestly, John, I'm not impressed with him as a candidate. I think Herschel Walker is um, extremely stupid and dumb based on the um, clip that I watched. So uh, Raphael Warnock won this seat uh, in that runoff race against Kelly Loeffler, uh, as you know, back in uh, 2022, early in the year. Now this seat is one of the most contested, the top 10 lists of the most likely to flip in November. Tell us what changed in the last 14 months since Warnock won that seat. You know what what has changed is where do you start? You know, where do you start at? What has changed is, uh, you know, we've got an administration that, that, that they're not leaders. They're almost uh, they're, they're waiting to they're more reactive rather than proactive. And what I mean by that is, you know, one of the first thing they did, and I think people need to know this, is they decided that they were going to give up our energy by him going out, giving up our energy. And now we're not energy independent anymore, which started the whole downfall. Right now, gas prices is going out of the roof. You know, right now you see there's no food on the shelf. And I think people need to know that. And they're blaming everyone else except themselves. You know, I think they got to remember that the song Michael Jackson said, the man in the mirror, you got to look at yourself and see what's going on. You know, this country is a most, you know, this is one of the most. It's just word salad. It's classic word salad. And I love salad and I love word salad. Like I'm making some right now, you know, good, good, fresh, chopped up word salad. But Herschel Walker, man, like, dude, are you sure you're cut out for this job? Like you're dumb. You know, I mean, there's a lot of dumb politicians, obviously, but I don't know. It's just um, kind of stuck in my craw. Well, he is leading in a new Emerson College poll, 49 to 45. I know. This is amazing. On Raphael Warnock, still 6% undecided. But I got to think that if the two of them have a debate it probably won't go. Herschel well. Walker won't debate. He skipped the last debate. He skipped the GOP primary okay. debate. So you think they'll never have a debate? No, I, th- I think they'll never have a debate. Herschel Walker will never allow his campaign will never allow him to be put in that situation where he has to debate and talk. <laughs> That's not the game they're playing. He'll communicate directly through Fox News and all the other um, sympathetic outlets. Yeah, I d- I don't think he's going to win. Really? Yeah. Who's going to win? I just. I, I, I think uh, Warnock is going to win. I think, yeah, I think Herschel Walker is going to win the, the GOP primary, but. Wow, no, John, this is a good win. opportunity. Let's, let's, let's. Um, you know, Georgia has turned the corner that North Carolina has not been able to. Right. Uh, North Carolina turned it, but then we, we, we were just remaining right there on the line. I think Georgia is going to continue. 
to trend in that way. Which party will win the 2022 U.S. Senate election in Georgia? Republican is trading at 63 cents. Democrats trading at 40 cents. You could get in on that if you really believe. Yeah, I'll get in on that. Really? I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, it it is going to be during the midterms where everything is going to be depressed for Democrats. The word on the street is the Democrats aren't going to do great in these midterms. Wait, what? Where are you hearing that? That is, yes, that's what people are saying. And I do think that that's right. I don't think it's going to be great, but it just never is for your, your first midterm after taking over the presidency. So maybe that's fairly priced. I don't know. I, I'm i just thinking off the top. I, clearly, I've given this a lot mm-hmm, of thought. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. That's incredible if Herschel Walker becomes a senator. Herschel Walker becomes a senator from Georgia. That's that, going to be good stuff. Wow. Yeah. You know, Tommy Tuberville becoming the senator from Alabama. That makes sense. Herschel Walker in Georgia. All, don't mm. don't let anyone tell you anything is impossible because with God, all things are possible. That's what I have to say about it. I wonder if Herschel Walker in the Senate and um, Madison Cawthorn in the House can work together to craft some good legislation that will help people. Yeah. We had some important endorsements in North Carolina. Nida Alam here, who's running for... David Price's seat in the 4th Congressional District, my congressional district here in North Carolina, mm-hmm. picked up uh, an endorsement from Elizabeth Warren. I wonder if that will help. I mean, she Elizabeth Warren in this district is like BTS, right? I mean- Yeah. Warren also endorsed Erica Smith in the 1st Congressional District. Former Senate candidate, now running in uh, the 1st Congressional District. Yeah. Uh, Valerie Fushi has G.K. Butterfield, who is- retiring from the 1st Congressional District. She has his endorsement. And she has the mayor of Hillsborough and the Chapel Hill mayor pro tem and the Carborough mayor-elect. I feel like Valerie Fushi is the... is the And she has Josh Stein's the, endorsement. The insider's favorite. And Nita Alam is kind of like a celebrity candidate who's getting these high-profile endorsements like... Pramila Jayapal also endorsed her. Mm-hmm. All of the squad, although AOC hasn't. So we'll see what happens with that. John, let's do some listener questions. What do you say? Yeah. Yeah, let's do some. Uh, <laughs> do you want me to read this thing from Steve? This doesn't make any sense to me, from really. From Steve? What are you looking at? From Steve? Yeah. Where are so you? It's a, uh, under the 444 joke update. We have an update on the 444 joke. We got a letter from Steve said, I'm working on the 444 joke. I still don't get it. Steve, I don't know, man. It's pretty obvious, I think. That, um, but I'll, um, I'll reach out to you and help you understand it. But he, he says, um, I don't get the joke, but there's always a silver lining, which is he found a business in North Carolina called 444.com. www.444.com. Now, can I just jump in here and say that this is a terrible domain oh, name? Damn it, John! I was about to—I was about to tell you it was a good domain name. Let me explain it to everybody who's interested. Okay, all the right. The domain is 444.com. The first four is the number four, or should we say the sailboat? And then 44 though is written out with letters. You can use letters to write numbers, which still I can't wrap my head around, but you can do that. Yeah. So the website is four. And then the word 44.com. And you're telling me that's not a good domain? 
Yeah, it's always good when you have to explain it like that. Oh, you're right. I see. You, see, you, if you tell people it's 444.com, they're like, oh, it's 444.com. No, it's not 444.com. It's 444, the number four, then 44 spelled out. It's just terrible. It doesn't pass the radio test as we used what's to What's the radio test? <laughs> First of all, what's a radio, Grandpa? Oh, yeah, zing. yeah. It doesn't pass the podcast test, I guess is what you would say today. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Is that people need to hear it and know how to spell it and know that, you know, it's, it's just got to be simple, easy to spell and not numbers and numbers spelled out mixed together. Well, 444.com is a custom residential and commercial building firm serving the Western North Carolina areas of Boone, Blowing Rock, Banner Elk, Newland, Ferguson, Jefferson, Linville, and Hickory, and the counties of Watauga, Avery, Ash, Caldwell, Catawba, and Wilkes. Okay? Okay. Okay, John? Okay? Are you okay with that? Is that okay? Did that pass the podcast test? Yeah. Their goal is to leave your fingerprint on your project. I hope my project isn't a bank robbery in that case. Get it, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether this is a special entry, a sunroom for your favorite plants, a quiet reading nook, or the perfect layout for entertaining, we commit to finding opportunities that reflect you and the things that make you unique. Our properties are handcrafted by skill. Wait, why are we doing a free ad for these people? We've never even met these people. I don't know. They've never given us any money. Why did I put this? No. Why? I okay. don't know why. Steve, nice try tricking us into doing a free ad for this business that you obviously work at for 44.com. Kara writes in about the 444 joke. Now, this one's good. I had been wanting to share with you all about my sister's address, though not a coincidence, but in the spirit of these discussions, just didn't know if it was relevant. But now with all the power of the numbers happening and with David's sailboat joke, I had to share. The number on my sister's house is 4444. Incredible. So already perfectly fitting for David's joke. But it's beyond that. My sister's address is nuts. It's 4444 Five Forks Road Southwest. Now, you should probably redact the second half of that because I don't want to dox my sister even though I haven't included the zip code or anything, but even just the 4444 five forks is enough. Try saying that out loud. I did. And then it's four fours followed by a five. Yeah. And it's ridiculous enough to say, but my sister tells me that when you try to tell people the address over the phone, they get absolutely confused. And you're going so crazy with these fours. It's four, 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 five, four. Come on now. Move. Yeah, this is this is that it's a terrible address, and there there are certain things in in addressing that you should never do. This is is one of them. Another one is pe- people that have apostrophes in addresses. That's awful. Or if you have a direction, like a cardinal direction in your address. So if it's like North Point Drive, well, that may be interpreted as Point Drive. And it's North Point Drive, as in there's a North Point and a South Point Drive. You see what I'm saying? Not really. So Franklin Street right. has an East Franklin. So Correct. So you give your address, you're like, I'm at 100 East Franklin. And they would write that as 100 E period Franklin. And you don't like that? 
No, I do like that. Oh, okay. Because it actually has an east and a west. Right. But if you live on North Point Lane and it's just I see. Some people North Point is that the that is the name of the name of the street. It's not Point Street with a north side and a south side. That's right, but computers will interpret it that uh, way I see. and they'll and write it as and what's the deal with apostrophes? Why don't you like apostrophes? They just get yeah, you just never want to have those. Well, and you never want to have dashes. Okay, wait, hold on. You can't either. why can't you have an apostrophe? You just cuz many old forms won't recognize it and they'll say, "No, we don't, you know." So you just leave the apostrophe off. Yeah, you leave it off, but some people aren't people they need help. <laughs> And they'll be like, why isn't it taking it? Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. And you're like, because you can't put top right. S apostrophe Wait till L. Elon Musk and Grimes have to try to enroll their kid in school, the one they named with all those computer symbols yeah. and emoticons and whatever. That's going to be a mess. They better have a really sophisticated computer system that can handle that. Because I think that kid is like has a bunch of letters from the Greek alphabet in his name or something. Yeah. His or her name. I don't know. what Big problems. A, is it, they had a little know. boy, right? I don't know. Anyway. doesn't matter. It's a crazy name. Yeah. Definitely um, designed to get attention and to let everyone know the parents are interesting people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like when you see toddlers or, or you see little babies and they're wearing some little onesie and it has like some punk rock band logo on it. So the parents can be like, yeah, we might be parents, but we haven't sold out. Corporate rock still sucks. Like that kind of thing. Yeah. I got my toddler this sick SST onesie. So speaking of number comedy, listen to this. This is something that is pulled from the headlines of my own life. Last week, my dad and I went to go get the Subaru looked at. It was time for a checkup for the Subaru. Okay. And we had a great time. We went to the Subaru dealership and we dropped it off. And then we had some one of their drivers take us and drop us off at South Point. And we uh, strolled the mall. We were looking for shoes. My dad found a pair of Rockports that he bought, but I couldn't find any shoes that I liked. There was only one pair of shoes that I liked, and it was New Balance, and they didn't have them in my size. So let's put that aside. So what I wanted to say was we went and picked up the car, and overall, it was a fine experience, okay? Then I got a text later that week. Listen to this. Uh, It's from a client care ambassador for Hendrick Subaru South Point. It was addressed to me because I was the person who had a phone that could receive texts in this uh, exchange. This person wrote, thank you for allowing us to service your vehicle. Taking everything into consideration, on a scale of 9 to 10, with 10 being the highest score, how likely are you to recommend our service department to your family and friends? Your feedback is greatly appreciated and used to help us continually improve. On a scale of 9 to 10, was that a joke? Uh, or was that a typo? No, I think they were. That's what they were giving you. Those were the options. So the worst they could do was you giving them a nine. But how can that? How can that be? Are they gaming the system? Yes, they're gaming the system. Those things really matter, and they get bonuses. And but you doesn't know. somebody? I mean, listen, I'm no snitch. Okay. Shouldn't somebody tell whoever's in charge over there, like, you know, they're only giving me two numbers uh, options for how the service was? You could not give any other number. I mean, was there not a blank? On a scale of nine to 10. I know they said that. I mean, I guess I could have replied with a three. I mean, so here I wrote back and I said, on a scale of nine to 10, I guess I'll go with nine. And I would have gone with, I don't know if I would have, if they had given me a scale of one to 10, which is what I'm familiar with and is how I perceive the world is on a one to 10 scale, right? Yeah. It backfired on them. I probably would have given them a seven or an eight. 
Oh, okay. Well, then this scam worked great. The scam worked. Yeah. But I was so, isn't that interesting now that I think about it? I was so, I didn't protest for a moment and say, excuse me, I need more options. What if I want to give you a three, a six? Instead, I was like, oh, I guess this is the world we live in now. I'm so passive. It's just like all these Republican laws that are getting passed. And it's like, well, I guess we live in a a fascist state. I guess I'll just go along with it. Like, why didn't I say, excuse me? On a scale from nine to 10 is unacceptable. Right. I stand athwart history yelling, stop. I'm giving you a four. I was going to give you an eight, but because you tried to box me in and control the narrative. Right. You're moving the Overton window and all this other stuff I know about. I'm going to give you a four. That's what I should have said. I thought they were going to write back after my little cheeky thing, like, huh, a scale of nine to 10. I suppose I'll give you a nine. I I thought they'd write back and be like, we're so sorry. We made a typo. Fat fingers, blah, blah, blah. It's a scale of one to 10. No. May we please now have your accurate assessment of our performance. And then I would have said, okay, I will give you an eight because it was about a seven or an eight. It was fine. Like a 10. I'm not going to give anyone a 10. A 10 is like if they're like, oh, by the way, you get a free car today. Then I'll be like, oh, 10. No, they want those high numbers so they can say we have the highest customer satisfaction and i fell for it and i played right into it i have to stop being so passive i have to take i have to fortune favors the brave that's what they say about these subaru dealership questionnaires and i have to be more proactive i have to take the reins of life in my own hands and ride this horse until its legs fall off to a better tomorrow that's my new goal for myself i'm sick of being so passive getting buffeted around i need to go i need to become a warrior that's what i say i like that yeah yeah all right i'm gonna do it enough okay what i would really love to do someday is to is to go um on stage at a world famous comedy club and do the 444 joke but do it as um vito corleone of the godfather i heard a terrific joke (laughs) i heard a good joke the other day and uh i wanted to share it with you I was gonna go visit the day for lunch. He told me to go to his house. It's in four 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 Maple Avenue. So I went up and down and looked all around. <laughs> I couldn't find four uh, sounds too much like Bob Dylan. I couldn't find four 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 Ooh, if I could yeah. combine Bob Dylan and Vito Corleone, I could have something brand new. Yeah. Anyway, enough. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. I'm going to work on that. Maybe next week. John, let's hear from Oscar. Oscar writes in, I work at David's favorite store, REI. Not customer facing, thankfully. Recently, they've been posting monthly birthdays in the break room. So far, just March and April, but I'll keep you posted each month if you'd like. We have about 90 employees. Last month, two people shared a March 23rd as their birthday, and this month, Two people share April April 7th. Sounds like a one in a trillion odds to me. Hmm. REI. Pants. That's what I have to say about that. Puts my mind, I I meditate on some pants. I muse on these pants. What do you think? Uh, uh, is, Is it one in a trillion? I don't care about that. I'm thinking about these pants. Ah. Uh. Pants. Pants from REI. Yeah, it's one in a trillion, at least. 
Jedediah writes in, I was dismayed to hear David Reese conflate the stories of Judas Iscariot and the Apostle Peter in his discussion of Godspell. Judas betrays Jesus once, and they both die. Peter denies Jesus thrice, and he becomes the first pope. The moment Peter denies Jesus the third time, just before the cock crows a second time, occurs in Mark 1472. Surely those numbers have some significance. If not, it is told again in Matthew 2675, Luke 2261, and John 1827. Okay, this was a huge mistake on my part, because I was talking about how Judas betrayed Jesus three times, and Jedediah is right. I, I, I was thinking of Jesus has this famous line where he says something like, before the cock crows twice, one of you assholes is going to betray me three times. And it's Peter. Right. David has made yet another mistake. He meant to refer to Jesus saying the following, Verily I say unto thee, that this night, before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. It's not that someone betrayed Jesus three times, but that someone denied him three times. But Judas, let's remember, there's also some numbers involved with Judas because Judas betrayed Jesus for what, 30 pieces of silver? Wasn't that it? I don't know. There's some numbers. I mean, there's a lot of numbers in the Bible. Because look at, even when you try to, when you're referencing a Bible verse, you always have to say numbers. Matthew 26, 75, Luke 22, 61, all that stuff. Yeah. Not to mention First and Second Corinthians, there's numbers everywhere in the Bible. We This yeah. should be investigated by a biblical scholar, if you ask me what these numbers mean that are in the Bible. Well, he also writes, uh, lastly, just a reminder, it hasn't come up already, but there is an entire book of the Bible called Numbers, See, if you didn't know. yeah. Thank you, Jedediah. I totally forgot about the book of the Bible called Numbers. It would be so amazing if that book was just a list of different random numbers. <laughs> Imagine when they're writing the Bible, they're like, you know what I would like to see is, um, so we're going to tell the creation story of the universe, right? Yeah, that's going to be Genesis. And we're going to talk about Moses and uh, and uh, freeing uh, Israelites from bondage. Yeah, that'll be in the Old Testament. And we're going to do Jesus. Yeah, that's the New Testament, the Gospels. And we're going to talk about the end of the world. That's Revelations. What if we also just had a chapter that was just like a list of like really cool numbers? Like we could call it numbers and just be like, you get to that part of the Bible. And it's just like 453, 9,652,011, negative six. And it just went on for pages and pages. Why didn't they do that? Why didn't yeah, they have they, more fun? Yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. People would, de- scholars would debate that for many, for many, yes. for many years. They'd be working on it forever. Because so they would think there was a code in the numbers. Yeah. They would think there was a code in the numbers. Yeah. And le- yeah. And there's another famous number in the Bible and that number is 666. And it's that's the number, the of, number the of the beast. Yep. Anyway. Hell Satan. We're trying to move beyond a 666 lifestyle and get to that 444 lifestyle. Does that make sense? 444 yeah. is the antidote to 666. We're living in a 666 world full of neg- negativity and evil, and we're trying to get to 444. We're trying to turn life into a sailboat race, if you catch my drift, mm-hmm. and be a little more positive, get the wind at our backs, fill our sails with the gust of wind, and move towards a brighter tomorrow. That's the 444 lifestyle. That could be our new t-shirt, John. Oh, yeah, that's right. Those uh, the all, all those old t-shirts are- We discontinued those designs because we want to have some new designs. Maybe we could do like a 444 sailboat race t-shirt and say we're moving in yeah. a positive direction in our the sailboat race of life. I like that. America's Cup. We could get it branded with America's Cup, the famous sailboat race. Maybe. Let's think about that. Anyone who's good at drawing sailboats, reach out. I might have a little- 
might have some ideas that I need to talk to you about. Anyway, that's the 444 Dispatch. Uh, We got one more letter here. It's from Rocco. Why don't you just thank Rocco? Rocco, thank you. Rocco Versace wrote in and sent a copy of a book, his book, a memoir called That Hidden Road. It is about him riding his bike across the country and in 2010, when he was 42 years old, he did that, and and part of his journey was through North Carolina, and he ended up on Ocracoke Island, where Blackbeard used to hang out. And um, he heard that somebody had sent me a book, and he was like, "I'm I'll send you a book." So thank you, Rocco. Appreciate it. I haven't read it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, and he said to David that you should probably read it too, because you actually like to ride bikes more than I do. I do like to ride bikes. I just bought a, oh man, I, we don't have some time to talk about this damn bike I bought off Craigslist. Oh my gosh. Maybe you should start running. I can't run. I'm too tall and my knees hurt and I don't want to do I know. it. Running is not for tall people. Yeah, but you're running. You're doing a good job. I know. I know. You're doing a but good it's, job. Yeah, it's just not natural for us. Yeah, us tall guys, we shouldn't be running. We should be running our mouths, which, which we do. <laughs> Believe that, right? We even do funny voices like The Godfather, Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of people we can imitate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway, that was a fun episode. Um, goodbye. Hey, everybody. It's me, Vito Corleone, the Godfather. I'm gonna tell you a joke. So anyway, here it is. I was gonna go visit my friend the other day, for lunch. He told me to go to his house. It's at 444 Maple Avenue. 444 Maple Avenue. So I went up and down and looked all around and I couldn't find 444 Maple Avenue. I went home. Called my friend. Sorry I missed lunch. I couldn't find your house. He said. What are you talking about? It's 444 Maple Avenue. I said. Yeah I didn't see it anywhere. He said do you know how to read numbers? I said of course I know how to read numbers. I've been reading numbers my whole life. He said. Well did you see my house? It's a big brown house with a red chimney. I said. That was your house? He said, yeah, the big brown house with the red chimney. I said, I stood right in front of that house. I looked directly at it. He said, you didn't see the address number on it. 444 Maple Avenue? I said, I didn't, but come to think of it, let me ask you a question. Why was there a cartoon of a sailboat race on your mailbox?